What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. That's right. Today is episode 194. Four. Four, four, four. <laughs> and we're going to be going deep into the depths of the underground of the Paris Catacombs with two movies based on the Paris Catacombs. One of them called Catacombs from 2007, starring Shannon Sossaman and... As Above, So Below from 2014. Yeah, which is a new found footage, newer found footage movie that some people have found a new appreciation for recently. So we thought this would be a good opportunity for us to take two movies from the Catacombs and watch them. Now, we do have another movie that I was thinking about using, and it's an 80s movie called The Catacombs, which I got a double split from uh, Scream Factory called It's Cellar Dweller and Catacombs. I think it was 87 that the Catacombs movie came out. And uh-huh. I thought about putting that other one and I almost regret. <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that more Jesus. later. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Your regrets. Yeah, a little bit. Because um, one of these movies is not like the other. Nope. Let me tell you that. Jesus. <laughs> So we figured since the world is plummeting into a cavernous hole full of dead bodies and uh, abandon all hope, we figured let's go into the catacombs of Paris and watch movies that will make the world seem a brighter place. (laughs) Uh, But anyways, how have you been doing? What's going on with you? I'm fine. I'm boring. How are you? Well, we had a little bit of a scare here recently. Which time? (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Like with your mom and stuff. I got right. a little worried about that. Yeah. We, we like panicked because, yeah. you know, she's been through some stuff and then something popped up that ended up being a minor thing. But you know how it goes. Like, Well, they don't know if it's a minor thing. Yeah, we don't know yet. So but she goes into surgery on Wednesday. And it's just like a waiting game thing, which is yeah. always great. So we've been watching, what do we watch? The Twilight, Twilight Zone, Zone a lot lately. Like it. I like it. Do we you like it? We actually do kind of like it. I do. It's not necessarily as bad as I thought it was going to be. Like the first season, I could see some people having issue with like, you're shoving down this stuff down my throat. People were just making it seem like it was just horrible. Like it was just like right. repulsive. And I was like, expecting that bad. so much worse than I got. Yeah. And I don't know, like, you know, like I've always felt like Twilight Zones kind of tackled issues yeah, like this and, you know, masked it as others, just like horror has done. Right. They're all like, you know, lessons in life, you know, that maybe you should think this way before you do this thing. Right. You know, that's the way the Twilight Zone works. And and watching fucking, um, what's his name? Fucking Jordan, uh, Peele? Jo- Jordan Peele as, you know, the, the narrator. The narrator and yeah. it's, it's just kind of like he even has the same 
mannerisms. Right. Like you as can t- him. Yeah, like you can tell and and other people have said this before me that he he really takes it seriously and, right. he, and he really appreciates it. And I think some of the episodes are kind of meh. But of course, it's a TV show. Of course you're going to have episodes like that. Breaking Bad had episodes like that. Sure, but not nearly as many as we saw in season 2. Season 2's kind of been a uh, Yeah, it's more But there's miss, been some cool ones that we watched. Right. There has it's been cool. I've been doing some reviews also on the YouTube channel. I just did a new review of Lake of Death, which was Oh, horrible. Huge disappointment. We're not going to get into this to the the thing where they're not going to watch the video. We want we want them to watch the video. Oh, sorry. Because then I can actually start pulling in maybe a little bit of change here and there, so we can pay for the website and everything. <laughs> you know that that would directly help you as well. So. Right. But yeah, if you guys haven't seen that, please do like and subscribe to that. Even if you are subscribed, please hit the like, comment, even just to say hey or whatever. I'd love to hear your thoughts on those kind of movies because that's why I do this podcast. I love talking about movies with you guys and finding other people with different opinions or sometimes very like opinions. Mm-hmm. Um so, and we just got a new bunch of fucking movies that released, which I'm really dying to get, man. Uh-huh. Because it's the Friday the 13th Blu-ray collection from Scream Factory, which includes the unrated Jason Goes to Hell, which was not included in the last collection, which is worth about three, $400 right now, mm-hmm. which I'm almost debating selling, but I kind of like the tin and all the extras that they gave you, you know, because right. it comes with like 3D glasses and stuff. Right. And I'm like, uh. So I'm going to try to like, I don't know, edit podcasts or something. Fuck. (laughs) Plus, we got Blue Monkey coming out from the Dark Force Entertainment, which got pushed back. So I'm trying to get that, too. And but we did get some other things. We ordered um, Terrified, the physical copy that Shudder put out. Oh, that's right. Which was one of my top three movies of like 2017, I think. 18? 2018, maybe you're right. Yeah, yeah, it is 2018. Right. That was a good movie. Oh, I can't wait till that comes out in September. Oh, I will watch that again. I can't wait to watch that again. I'm I'm, I'm waiting, of course, you know, until we get it. Just like I won't watch Underwater until we buy that movie, too. Right. But it's been so expensive. Yeah, I don't know why it hasn't dropped in price. I don't know. And why didn't they give it a 4K? Like, come on, Maybe nobody's buying 4K. Well, it is a little blurry of a movie, so, I mean, at times. Oh, yeah. A lot of the times. It's dark, too. Very claustrophobic, so I guess it doesn't really need a 4K, but I still would like to see the end of that movie in 4K. I want to see Cthulhu's balls. You just want everything in 4K. No, that's not true. And on VHS. I don't know why. I don't know about VHS. I, I still keep VHS. Like, I have the Blue Monkey on VHS, and that's why right. I want to get the DV, the Blu-ray of it. And then maybe I'll sell the VHS copy that somebody will be like, oh, my God. You won't sell oh it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You won't sell it. I don't know. You won't. Hit me up in the DMs, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'll suck your dick. I need to get those box sets. Um, <laughs> but other than that, yeah, we're all dying from a pandemic and things are going to hell and uh, most people don't believe it exists and uh, we're still practicing safety here at our homes because we just don't want to fucking trust Deal junk. with it. I just don't want to deal with it. Yeah, I don't want to deal with it and we haven't even hung out with your family, really. Like, occasionally. Nope. Like, nope. you went over one time and... For Father's Day. 
Yeah, with a mask on and right. sat away from each other. Right. Ay, ay, ay. Can we just get back to normal, people? I We all want to get back to normal, whether you believe it or not. Right. Okay. Oh, boy. The world is a wonderful place, and we're going to take you down to hell with us this week, so I think it might be that time. What time is that? Horse shots! All right, guys, so now we're going to go ahead and do our horror shot, which is based off the movie As As Above, above, So Below. below. And we were calling this shot Abandon Hope. That's right. So we're going to abandon hope by drinking one of these, which is pretty apropos with our shots, I would say. Some people are like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck are you drinking? By the way, we didn't do a video for the this past week because we've just been slammed with stuff. Right. And we were just out of it, tired, and a lot of stuff was going on. So we may still do it before this airs (laughs) we'll see but um this shot is called abandoned hope and what is in an abandoned hope christina fireball well we we're we're, (laughs) we were trying to layer it um because you know certain high density alcohols or high proof alcohols float to the top and we did it wrong we did it reverse so what is in an abandoned hope all you have to do is basically mix together a few ingredients and try to layer it. I'm not 100% sure it layers. We fucked it up for this shot we're going to be taking right now. But typically, you want to put the fireball at the very bottom. You're only going to put a little skosh, a little tiny, little, like, you know, a fourth of a shot in the bottom of that. And then you're going to layer in with a spoon 99 bananas and vodka equally to the top to make a full shot. And it should layer, but... I'm not a Bartista, so I can't assume that it will. Yeah. So that's an abandoned hope. And then we're going to take one right now, which Christina right. and I made it. Cheers. Cheers. Clinky, clanky. That's actually not bad. She doesn't like fireball. That's why. It's gross. A birdie. <laughs> ah, yeah. I actually like it. I think it tastes good. I, I think sweet and hot is always good. I can always get into that. It's gross. It's like a hot banana. Doesn't help that I had a spinach smoothie right before this. A spinach? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. So we're going to have like a kale patty on the floor here in a minute? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, if you would like to know how to make an abandoned hope, all you have to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shot section. Now, that's it for horror shots. All right, guys, so now we're going to go ahead and jump into the catacombs of our flesh and potatoes of Catacombs from 2007 and As Above, So Below 2014 right now. figured it'd be kind of good to kind of go over what the Paris catacombs were and kind of some of the history on it and like how to kind of like describe it to you guys a little bit, kind of refresh your memories or for those who don't know anything about it, kind of tell you a little bit about it. We're not going to go into depth about it, but I just thought it'd be a good precursor. Refresher. Yeah, just so we can kind of get the vibe of the Paris catacombs. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so those living in the Le Halles neighborhood, Le Halles, maybe? 
near Les Innocents, the city's oldest and largest cemetery, were among the first to complain, reporting the cemetery exuded a strong smell of decomposing flesh. Even perfume stores claimed they couldn't do business because of the off-putting smell. In 1763, Louis XV issued an edict banning all burials from occurring inside the capital, but because of the church pushback, which didn't want cemeteries disturbed or moved, nothing else was done. Louis XVI, Louis XV's successor, continued the crusade, also proclaiming that all cemeteries should be moved outside of Paris. It wasn't until 1780, however, that any Anything was done. That year, a prolonged period of a spring rain caused a wall around Les Innocents to collapse, spilling rotting corpses into the neighboring properties. <laughs> so the city needed a better place to put its dead. So it went to the tunnels, which they had had these tunnels built underneath that were mining for things, and moving bones from the cemeteries five stories underground into Paris' former quarries. So it went to the tunnels. They moved all of the bones. Cemeteries began to be emptied in 1786, beginning with Les Innocents. Les Innocents. <laughs> it took the city 12 years to move all of the bones from bodies numbering between six and seven million into the catacombs. That's so weird. It's like, why wouldn't you just like set it on fire? You obviously don't give a shit. <laughs> Wait, that- what? No, it's obviously that would have been way harder to do because people would have been upset about desecrating. But putting, okay, so putting them down in minor tunnels is okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what they did. I can't change history. I mean, it's cool as fuck. Don't (laughs) get me wrong. Like, it's cool as shit, but. Well, some of the oldest bodies date back as far as the Merovingian era, more than 1,200 years ago. Wow. So the bodies that they removed and placed down there. There are literally about 400 miles of tunnels in the catacombs, and many of these tunnels lead to lower levels. Wow. So there's, you know, layers upon layers upon layers. And there's a real found footage that was found in the catacombs of a guy who was just kind of like searching through. They call them cataphiles. Uh-huh. This man took a camera down there years ago, and they had many people try to recreate the path that this man took because they found the camera that had just run until it was dead. Huh. It had recorded until it was done. Huh. And in the video, he was like running deeper and deeper. Well, he at first, he was just kind of like wandering the catacombs and he wasn't saying anything. And then all of a sudden, he started kind of picking up the pace and then he started running. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, he just dropped the camera and ran off into the dark. Weird. This he, is real. This, this is, is real, real life. Yeah, this is not fake. Oh, I want to see When I it. say found footage, I mean, this is real found footage. Right, right. They even did a documentary on this. Oh, really? Where they went in to kind of try to retrace the steps this man took. And they even Mm -hmm. found one of the symbols on the wall of this guy. Because a lot of people go down there, even though it's illegal to go down there. Right. Every time they find a place in, the police will, like, try to close it up or something like that. But then people still get in there. Yeah, they still get in there. Of course. Right. And, uh... Uh, nobody knows if he survived or what happened or to him. Or who he was. Yeah, nobody, nothing. Wow. They don't know anything about it. And with there being 400 miles down there. It's crazy. Fucking who knows, man. Right. There were a couple of teenagers who also got trapped down there three days. And this Ooh. is like 57 degrees uh-huh. down, down there. Below. And yeah. No, or, on, the, oh, in there. on the top layer of underground. Uh-huh. But the further you go down, it could get colder and colder. 
Uh-huh. And uh, apparently it got down to about 15 degrees. Wow. So they were like freezing by the third day. And so they sat there for a long time in the cold and the dark. And the only reason that they were found was because the police dogs tracked them down. Wow. They smelled their scent. They went mm-hmm. looking for them in the catacombs. I guess maybe they had said that they were going. And yeah. Right. So now there are other catacombs and other places, not necessarily with bodies and shit like that, that were just quarries, mm-hmm. you know, before, like in Odessa, Ukraine. That is, get this, almost four times the size of Paris catacombs. So wow. 1,500 miles. Wow. In World War II, they had Soviets that fled to the catacombs there to hide from the Nazis. And they never found those people. Oh, that's crazy. And then we're talking back in World War II and they still haven't found them. Right. Supposedly. Hopefully they just got out. Right. And and in the Paris catacombs, people have thrown parties down there, like raves and shit like that. Right. And they did so here in this Odessa, Ukraine Uh catacombs. (laughs) And uh, one girl, like drunk like went wandering off into the dark by herself dumbass for three miles until she dropped dead of dehydration (laughs) sorry i didn't mean to laugh they didn't (laughs) find her for i think it was like two years like some only three miles three miles but she she find her in the middle of the dark you can't see where the fuck you're going well yeah i know but you can't hear anything it was a search party you know you'd search (laughs) (laughs) well maybe they she went back and forth and couldn't figure it out i mean three miles is a long way to walk right in the dark i'm I'm, i was talking about the search party i'm surprised there was no search party because there was a bunch of kids that went into the tunnels in in odessa ukraine okay and they happened upon her body and took pictures uh-huh. And then told the police, and the police said, nah, we can't go down there because it's too far from the exit. Oh, okay. So then it wasn't until oh. two years after that. So, like, five years have passed wow. since this rave, uh-huh. and they never even took her body out until five years later because wow. that's how far in it was. Wow. That's crazy. crazy. Anyway, that's just some history on catacombs and stuff I thought I'd share with that you guys. Cool. There's lots of bones and structures that are made with bones and like mm-hmm. artistic ways that, in my opinion, seems kind of distasteful in some ways. But there were some weird things back in the day where they used to believe that if you kept your, you would keep the skull of your body your family oh uh-huh exposed right so that it wouldn't that it would go to the right place right and so there was like all this weird compromise and stuff like there was just back in the day they did a lot of weird things right so. but Which yeah makes sense I, mean, I would love to go down there and see and there are open areas that you can go on tours for all the right. time but they only go so far in right and there's some spots where they like you have to crawl through and like yeah, I'll get into more of that later. But I just thought oh, okay. to share with you guys because I thought it was really interesting. It's very interesting. Thank you. So, Christina, why don't you tell us about oh, Catacombs God. 2007? Now, let's get into non-interesting things. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This movie, or whatever you want to call it. It's a movie. It's <laughs> it's about a young woman goes to Paris to visit her sister who takes her to a party in the labyrinth of limestone tunnels beneath Paris, which does catacombs. When she becomes separated from her friends, she is convinced something is chasing her through the dark tunnels. The tagline for this movie is, Below the City of Lights exists a world of darkness. Oh my god. Oh my god, what's gonna happen? A world of darkness. 
darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Done? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just beginning. <laughs> All right. The directors and writers are Tom Coker and David Elliott. Tom Coker did a movie called A Day Between from 2003, but he's mostly known in the comic world for drawing comic books for Blood and Water, Undying Love, uh, Penthouse Comics. He works for Image and DC and okay. those those types of things. David Elliott wrote G.I. Joe Rise of a Cobra, Ugh. Four Brothers with uh, Marky Wahlberg. That's okay. And The Watcher. All right. This movie stars Shannon Sossaman, who plays Victoria. You probably know her from A Knight's Tale or Sinister 2. I also forgot she was in Wayward Pines, and she was also in the TV show Sleepy Hollow. Holy shit. She was also in Mr. Show with Bob and David. Right. Three episodes. I never watched that. I love that show, and I did not know that she was in that. That's fucking dope. She was also in Wrist Cutters, A Love Story. She was also in that movie, The 40 Days and 40 Nights, I always think of. Oh. And Rules of Attraction. Oh. That's the movie that I always think of that I thought was actually a pretty fun, weird movie. Uh-huh. It's about college and all this other shit. But anyway, I've kind of been a fan of hers for like a long time, but I did not realize that she was in Bob and David. That's so weird. Mr. Show? Like, uh-huh. what the fuck? <laughs> also, Pink. The singer, she plays Carolyn, the sister. Right. You know, she's coming up, so you better get this party started. Oh, my God. She hasn't really acted much, but, I mean, I'm sure you know who she is. Right. She's a singer. So, ML Hostina, who plays Henry, he's best known for playing the Death Eater in a bunch of Harry Potter movies. Huh. I did not know that. He was also in a movie called Pumpkinhead, Ashes to Ashes, which was a TV movie, and I'm extremely interested. Oh, it's not good. Trust. I know, I know. Um, I could not find a budget for this movie. Could you? Mm. No. Um, what did you think of this thing? <laughs> this thing? <laughs> this thing. God, Jesus. There's a lot of hatred. We already know what she feels. <laughs> Um, so this this movie has a decent premise, but not a great one. But ultimately, it really just does not pay off for me. Like, although I sort of like the end of the movie, which I won't spoil, of course. Mm-hmm. It's brief, but it's sweet. Right. It's and, but different. It, yeah. It, it's kind of kind of like, all right, cool. But that's not what makes the movie. No. And it should. I mean, honestly, I've always been fascinated with the catacombs of France, you know, it's pretty pretty awesome place to make a movie and to do it, but this movie didn't do it at the site, actually. It did it on a set and did some scenes in France, but I don't think it had anything to do with the actual catacombs whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It was just recreated, and it looked very obvious. Obvious. Yeah. It looked like a haunted house. This is not Shannon Sossman's standout performance. Her playing a person deeply troubled by anxiety should have felt more anxiety-inducing, perhaps? maybe not her fault by the way but more so the stories i think right it came across kind of annoying and i didn't like it made me made me kind of irritated Mm -hmm. although pink's performance is not so bad she knows how to play a bitch she definitely knows how to play the (laughs) sister bitch in this one for sure but this is pretty average stuff guys you know a party turns to chaos it leads a girl to wandering around the catacombs for half the movie sometimes being chased by a thing a thing that by the end of the movie will probably piss you off i'd say this is kind of like if i had to compare it to something april fool's day yeah but not anywhere near as good no like at all (laughs) 
Which, by the way, I hope we really pick up soon because I really want to watch it That's again and review it. That's one of my it. favorite movies, and I've never seen the remake. Never seen the remake either, but maybe we could do that when we get that movie. That sounds like a good idea. But back to Catacombs. It never really had the atmosphere that it should have had, honestly. They could have played on it so much more with her anxiety. The acting is fine, but it's not great. A little bit of the gore, but not much at all. Not amazing at all. Bunch of punk kids who hang with Pink, who's obviously a very good bitch in this movie, to her sister the entire movie. I don't think it's too much of a stretch of her personality, maybe. You know, in that party atmosphere that she right. plays. At, yeah, in 2007. Yeah, that makes right. sense. I'd give this one probably a 4.5. It's average, and it's my second time watching it, but it just didn't do it for me this time either. Could have been much better. The ending was decent, but too little too late. Right. So what about you? 4.5? God, you're being nice. I mean, it's got stuff in it that I like. I mean, it's just like worse than it's below average. Right. I've seen worse movies than this. Oh, I know, I know. I don't know about me. Really? It's the worst movie ever made <laughs> to you? pretty bad. Oh, God. Hyperbole. Um, Go ahead. It was extremely annoying. I thought it had a good concept that really could have had an awesome ending, but I was just so annoyed by the end of the film, I was just pissed. The sister relationship was absolutely ridiculous. I don't understand why a person with so many disorders would go to another country by themselves to visit a sister who doesn't give two shits about them. Right. Yeah, it that is a little annoying. No sense. No sense. And that just brings up that her and her anxiety and she didn't play it well. We'll get it into more make, of that when we get into the spoilers. Right. It just it didn't make any sense. Ugh. All the nonsense that was going on in this movie, they just like filled it up with tits. <laughs> There was a lot of tits. I mean, there was a lot of tits, which is fine, but it's like there was so many that they're trying to like compensate for the story being so stupid. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It just felt like a set. It right. really did. It really did. And okay, something that really, really bothers me about when American goes to a foreign country and there's, you know, it's a movie and the French people are speaking English to other French peoples because there was a scene when they're at the rave and the guy gets up and he starts talking to the crowd in who's French. all French and he was speaking English to the French crowd. Yeah. That shit seems... bothers me. Well, it was probably it's just like, for the movie. It's like whatever. No, it's because people are too lazy to read subtitles. That's why they did it that way. Well, they because needed... they did speak French. But it was important that she understood what he said, so they had to do it. And she did not speak English. Oh, God damn Or she it. did not speak French. You're right. God damn it, Alex. Yeah. Fucking saying, hell. Man. Pay attention. Jesus. Pay attention. <laughs> Keep up, Christina. <laughs> but they, they also, I thought... They just made Americans seem so dumb. Well, like, I mean, so dumb. I mean, I mean, I, I, mean, I yeah. Dumb, no offense, but, but we're not acting like the smartest group right now. Well, yeah, but yeah, that's true. But anyway, <laughs> I freedom. I gave this a two out of ten because I like the ending or I like what they were trying to accomplish with the ending. Two out of what? Two out of ten. I gave it a two. Wow. I was pissed. I think that's a little too much. I mean, this wasn't even so bad. It's good. I, I think you're. I don't. It, it, it too is really low, Christina. Yeah. You know what that makes me want to do when you say stuff like that? What? Make you watch two out of ten movies. No. Yeah. 
You, well, f- so bring that it you on. can't, you'll be like, and what is I'll it? Get, is it I'll negative them, seven now? I'll give them a one. Like, what the fuck, Alex? <laughs> I don't know. I think that's too low. I don't. It's a two. Don't waste your time. I don't think you should waste your time with it, but I'm sure there are people out there that will like it. That's why I give it a 4.5. I, I think there was other movies that came out during that time that were better than this. I'm sure. So don't waste your time. Okay. Two out of ten. But I am curious if you found any trivia on it. I did. I found a little bit. Not much. Yeah, I wouldn't want to waste my time either. I did go searching for interviews or any kind of like articles written about it. And it it was not a very popular movie. So it was like a little harder to find. And barely many people know what the fuck this movie is. If it wasn't for Shannon Sosma and... It would probably be off the radar altogether. Or pink. I think it, because pink was true. In it. That's true. And but both probably, of them together, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, she's kind of like one of those girls that like a lot of guys our age like really fell in love with back in the day. I'm like, I'm just saying. Like, I'm oh, not okay. saying I was in love with her, but you, obviously you had a crush. She had the short hair, and you know <laughs> that's the thing. You know, <laughs> you know me. That's how I sucked you in was with my short hair. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. Also, guys, if you want to watch Catacombs 2007, you can watch it on Tubi for free with ads. It's not the best copy that I've seen, but honestly, like if it would have oh, been yeah. clearer, it might have been a worse movie for me. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot we watched it on there. So it wasn't that bad. All right, guys. So this is the trivia section, which might have some mild spoilers. Not really. But when we get into our scenes, if you don't want anything spoiled, here's your warning. I just want to give you a heads up. This was filmed in Romania and some in France, mostly Romania. So a lot lot of stuff you see is obviously a set too. uh, recreated. The producer of the movie, Greg Hoffman, died during the making of this film. Oh. And they actually had to halt the production for almost a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. And also, this is part trivia for the movie and part trivia of the catacombs of Paris, France. There have been many raves in the catacombs, and I actually watched some real footage, and it is not too far different from the rave that we saw in that movie. Oh, wow. So they did a pretty good job of kind of recreating that a little bit. Although some of the decorations with the skulls Uh were obviously foam and looked like garbage, in my opinion. Right. But that's it. (laughs) Oh, okay. All right. So now for our spoilers and just conversation about it. What was this, some of the things you wanted to talk about, about Pink and her friendship and or non-sister friendship that they had? Well, it was it was just like right off the bat. It was like she got off the plane and then they immediately she was like, um, you know, I just I don't want to go to a party just yet. I just flew here. Can we? And she was like, nope, nope, we got to go. We got to go. Why would you send your sister all the way out to just play a prank on her? It right. seems like a kind of a dumb idea for a movie. Yeah, and the, oh, I just thought it would help you. Oh, we figured that if you saw death, then you would never be afraid of anything ever again. And these guys are professional pranksters who scare people in the catacombs. So let's Ooh, just do let's this. Just do like what? They could, and it's like they could have come up with something. You know, they could have just cut the whole anxiety thing altogether. Well, but but no, no, no. Yeah, I mean, well, they kind of however they built it, they did it anyway. But the part that really gets me, it's fine that they built the whole anxiety thing. Why would you let that continue on for like 10, 15 minutes? Right. For your sister being chased by some pig face fucking horn guy. Right. And banging on cages and shit when she's fearing for her life. Right. Like very clearly you've gone too far. 
Right, and how do you know how psycho, you know, she could be a complete psycho and she could have killed the guy. Right, well, and know. then her fucking sister gets killed in front of her? That would be the moment that you tell her that she's not dead. Right. You wouldn't wait hours later. Right. To, yeah, it was ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Like, that's what pisses me off I mean, about this movie. They could have dragged it. And the whole I mean, middle part of the movie, it was like her sister died. And then they just like drug this whole thing out. It was like, you think there's a killer and then there's not a killer. And then she's just walking through the catacombs. It's like, where's the killer? Where's the killer? The yeah. killer's not coming. Like, it, it was just so misleading and all over the place. Pissed me off. Well, she's like getting chased by this grunting upright man beast or whatever. They did mention something about like the Antichrist being born down there earlier to right, kind of like they, build the mystique of it up and she took some absence and she there was a satanic montage and there was this fetus that scene was pretty cool yeah i mean that's cool i guess but i don't know just like i said when she kills her sister that's when you should go like okay joke's over we gotcha you're like how far do you need to push it after that right how far do, and like you're in the catacombs where people get lost and <gasps> fucking die oh wait it's because the cops showed up and raided the party, remember? Yeah, shortly after that. But even still, you should have been like... Yeah, all over the place trying to... Or yelling her name. If she started crying, you should have been like, okay, we pushed it too far. Right. Like, Jesus Christ. They wait, and then the cops raid. It's like, oh, well, the cops came and they raided the place, so we didn't know what to do. And then we couldn't find you. Oh, wait, be still, my heart. You couldn't find your sister who you convinced you killed her sister? And she ran off into the dark in the catacombs where people get lost and die? Right. What a great prank this is. Right. Like, really? Maybe you're right. Maybe I did give it too high. Maybe it is like a four. See, I told you. No, it's like a three. It's a two. 3.5 to four is what I will change it to. So that's about it. (laughs) Cup to the dark side. I don't know. I just think there's going to be people that will enjoy this movie because. Of course there is. This is why you shouldn't listen to other people's criticism and you need to check it out for yourself. Right. But I mean, you can get kind of an estimate based on the movies that someone likes. You can go, oh, well, I might like it then because they don't like these types of movies. So I might like it. Right, but or the other way around. Yeah, if you like what we usually like, you're not going to like this. <laughs> yeah, probably not. But I don't know if anybody actually thinks they agree with us. <laughs> <laughs> but the cool, there was a really cool part. And we'll talk about this just for the end here. She okay. finally gets cornered. She meets this Henry guy who fucking breaks his leg. She leaves him to die, which is kind of tragic. And like, what the fuck? You're right. You're just as bad as those people who tricked you. Yeah, and she tricked him. He, she didn't just leave him to die. Yeah, we're going to use both of our hands now, Henri. 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 Yeah. Because you say hen quietly, differently. Oh, okay, She's like, well, look, we need both of your hands. She steals the map from him the the because the, the map is of the streets up above, and they're the same as below, which I was like, hmm, as above, so, so below. below. But that's not why they did it that way. They just did it because it was easier. Right. Um. Then... She gets cornered. She goes, she tries to find a way out. She finally finds a way out and the door won't open. And so people are banging on the other side. And it's them, her sister and all their friends trying to let her know that she's alive. Not once do they yell her name. Right. When they're chasing her. Not once. Like, oh, but her anxiety made her block out all the noises. Like, no, you should have yelled her name. Yeah, exactly. There's plenty of opportunity to have dispelled that situation. Yeah. 
but she gets she gets chased for like a, a good five minutes, I think. Yeah, and then she like hides around a corner with a pickaxe and slams it into the body. And then all of a sudden you just see her sitting on the ground like moments later. And then her sister and everybody show up and they're like, hey, we got you. We got you. Everything's OK. Everything's all right. These guys are professional fucking pranksters and da 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 da. And she's like just crying and sitting there and like she just murdered somebody. Right. And they were like, where's Henri or not Henri? Where's um the guy the main guy who does right. the party or whatever jean whatever the fuck his name is right. and he's got the fucking pickaxe mark in his head right through his eye and she was like you fucking bitch you stupid fucking bitch everything you fucking do you fuck up you fucking bitch like i'm like pink was saying that. i wanted to kill her right so yeah it was like you forced her to kill right like, these people like how unreasonable know. are you people right. like really you should be like, oh, my God, I can't believe I forced my sister to kill somebody. Right. But it was done on purpose because then all of a sudden she, her she's holding the pickaxe and like she gets like a thought in her head. Well, they tell her first. They tell her that she they did this to kind of correct her anxiety and fear of the world. Right. And that's where the part where the Jean guy who's at the party at the rave and he says, in order to understand life, you have to understand death. Right. And so in order for you to live life, you have to be have this shit scared out of you, apparently, and then you can live life. But yes, continue. She fucking. Right. She trips out and then she uh, puts the pickaxe in pink. Her sister. Yeah. She fucking kills her sister and every one of the yeah, friends. And then she starts taking the pickaxe to everybody else. Which was She's like, like oh, OK, that's I was cool. like, oh, thank God. This movie accidentally did something right. Right. <laughs> Until then, until she got out of the catacombs, went into a taxi and was like, take me to the airport as she's covered in blood. Right. With no money. And where did she hide her yeah, money? Yeah, I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> like, but still, it was like nice to see everybody get murdered for the stupid decision. Right. Yeah. So there's some. So that was there's the some, two out of ten. Yeah. It's like it's a long journey to get to that fucking, you know. Right. Part. But yeah. Ah, oh, man, what a fucking. And there's so many parts of the movie where she's just wandering around in the tunnels. <laughs> And it's like, it's like not atmospheric whatsoever. Like it just is like, uh, okay. So what's happening next? They never make it seem like she's being hunted or chased in a lot of these scenes. Mm -hmm. It's mostly just her brain and then shaky camera. Like, oh, anxiety. (laughs) This means anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) Close ups on her eyes and shit like that. You know, it just didn't work for me. No. So, Me either. I really think it's a pass. Like, if you guys watched it, I'm sorry. Like, you know. Why? No, Should not why. It's our fault <laughs> if they watched it. You know what I mean? But if you've seen it before, it's like, yeah, it doesn't really warrant another watch. So no. you, might, you might be right. It is like more of a 3.5 or 4. 2. It's 2. I think 2 is too low. I think you're it's too much. Too much. I love you. <laughs> Anyway, we do have another movie that we're going to talk about that is not as bad. No, not at all. So you're going to want to stick around for this. Um, Christina, you want to go ahead and say? Sure. As Above, So Below from 2014. When a team of explorers ventures into the catacombs that lie beneath the streets of Paris, they uncover the dark secret that lies within the city of the dead. Oh, my God. Tagline is, the only way out is down. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, this is good. Simple. Written and directed by John Eric Dowdle. He did Quarantine from 28, 
Um, he recently did that Waco mini series we liked on Netflix. Huh. Like all the episodes. He did the Poughkeepsie tapes, and he did Devil, that elevator movie you like so much. Poughkeepsie tapes is one I need to get. I've been hearing it's been going to go out of print soon. So, but yeah, I didn't like quarantine, but that wasn't like, I couldn't imagine that being a hard rewrite. Right. <laughs> they practically carbon copied the entire movie. So, um, also written by Drew Daddle. I'm guessing they're brothers because he's done everything that John Eric has done. Okay. Um, this movie stars Perdita Weeks, who plays Scarlet. Scarlet. She was Kira in Ready Player One. Recently, she was a main actor in Magnum P.I., the TV show, also in Penny Dreadful. Also, she was in the greatest, greatest movie ever made, and that was called Spice World from <laughs> 1997. That's actually a pretty fun movie. It, it really is. I that It's a positive, funny movie, I think. But anyway, right. George is played by Ben Feldman. I recognize him from the show Superstore. Remember yeah, yeah, totally. I didn't even know. He was also in the new, the remake of Friday the 13th, too. Yes, he was. And he was also in Cloverfield. Yeah, that's so weird, right? Yeah, totally. It's like just people you don't realize at first, and then they right. become somebody later on, you know? Right, exactly. Edwin Hodge, who plays Benji, he's the cameraman. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in Mayans MC, the TV series. Okay. He was also in the Sleepy Hollow TV series, oh, which, okay. which relates to the other movie okay from the director he was also in the two movies from the purge he was in anarchy and he was in election year and he played different roles in in both those movies didn't we call that out when we watched election year we were like that guy looks familiar i think so yeah because dante bishop is the guy that's like in control of the underground right right anyway right okay and then we have francois civelle he plays pap papillon uh, papillon yeah not pap smear <laughs> well, in the movie, there was Pap, which was a graffiti. No, 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 no. I know, I know. That's I'm just being Pap. silly. It's not working. Papillon. Um, obviously, he's a French actor. He was in a movie called Frank from 2014, and he was in The Wolf's Call from 2019. Uh-huh. The budget on this movie was $5 million estimated, which is pretty good Yeah. for this movie. And for a found footage movie, that's kind of high high budget for a found footage movie, right? I mean, it's it's a pretty decent sized budget. Yeah, that that definitely can cover a lot of uh, you know special Ground. effects and like or underground. <laughs> yeah, underground. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what did you think of this movie, Christina? Now, this is a concept that worked out great, especially for a found footage movie. Okay. Um, it started out action-packed in the beginning, and it really didn't let up. It just, like, kept going. I liked how they made it obvious that shit was getting weird when they entered in the catacombs. It looked like they were really there, unlike the last movie we just watched. Yeah, right. I thought the acting was really good, especially for it being a found footage movie. I liked all the little things they did to make the whole thing make sense. And it kind of, I kept getting like Indiana Jones vibes. You know what I mean? Right. Because they were on a treasure hunt and... Stealing my thunder. Oh, did I? Oh, I'm sorry. It happens. It happens. But I really, really like this movie. I, I, we really need to buy this movie. I gave this movie an 8 out of 10. Okay, fair enough. Why would you give it? Uh, well, I, I think this is the weirdest escape room I've probably ever seen. <laughs> Totally so many puzzles and, like, <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't letting them out <laughs> yeah exactly uh this this is 
such a found footage movie that the first time I watched it, I wasn't too thrilled about it. Not sure why, but it just sort of didn't hit the spot at the time. But now in the mood for it. Right. And now after seeing it again, I'm a little bit more fond of it. To me, it's like Indiana Jones goes to hell found footage version. Exactly. (laughs) Seriously, you got all the clues, riddles and puzzles to solve. Different countries that use the Lord end up in the catacombs. It even mirrors Dante's Inferno in some of the different situations that they get into. The map of hell they bring up into it. And in a lot of ways. So there is a lot of thought that's put into this script than it may appear on the surface. Right. Plus, lots of catacombs to crawl through, which are real. So, some genuine tense moments that obviously make you feel very uncomfortable. There was one scene in this movie that I was just like, okay, just get this scene over with. Like, I'm done. Like, I don't like this. It was dealing with a confined space, and man, I felt every second of that. I really did. Uh-huh. Speaking of, like, anxiety, wow, what a, what a novel idea to bring anxiety into a movie, unlike the last movie right. we watched. Right. Where they actually use it in this movie. Like, fuck, dude. And it wasn't even a part of the story. Exactly. <laughs> so, I don't know. It, it, it's got some really genuine tense moments in it that, that really are that do work for it in its favor. There are a few jump scares, of course, which, as I always say, is fine if you do it in moderation. Mm-hmm. There are some pretty cool moments of the hell-ish creativity that they make on the screen, which I thought was really good. And that's probably where a lot of the money went. Right. The movie also moves very quickly, so you won't be bored or waiting around. You know, what I like. It's not necessarily scary from start to finish, but it's entertaining and interesting from start to finish. Right. It's definitely fast enough for you to overlook any reality-breaking you know, bugs that the movie might have with its script. So, as some found footage, you have to sort of kind of suspend your disbelief a little bit. But still, if you like found footage, this is going to be a good one. A good example, I say. Like, I genuinely enjoy this one more than I did the first time. And it's one of the better examples of a newer found footage that ain't that bad. Right. Might get a little bit of a bad rap when it came out. I'm definitely glad I rewatched it for that reason because of that. So if you haven't seen it in a long while and maybe felt the same way I did, maybe it's time to give it a rewatch and you might find some newfound love for it Mm -hmm. and be like, you know what? That's not a bad movie. Mm -hmm. I personally, um, on a personal level, would give this one a 7.5. Hey, look at us. You know, it's a decent film to check out. It's pretty tightly packed with stuff here. It's bigger budget, too. So they have some gore and treats for you to enjoy along the way. It's got some good suspense and it has a pretty interesting story that seems right out of an Indiana Jones fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Plus, you have to give them credit because they did it in the actual catacombs. The whole thing? So, yes. Wow. This is a movie. I mean, they might have had some pickup shots here and there elsewhere, but for the most part, the whole thing was shot in the catacombs. Well, I hope they used fake bones when they were crawling through the fucking... I don't know. I don't know how that worked, but I think that they were actually real bones in there and they actually, in the yeah. trivia, I have some stuff on that. Ooh, I can't wait. So, but yeah, like I'm pretty, pretty uh, happy to have watched this again. And I think we should own it. So do you think it got a bad rap when it came out just because we were just so bombarded with found footage? I think around that time, possibly because, you know, I noticed that whenever any found footage movie is like compared, people do a, oh, what's this? Is this like anything that I've ever seen in found footage before? And is it as good? Did it, did it affect uh, me the way that, uh, you know, XYZ, right. whatever footage, found footage movie 
right did for me and i think it was just you know there's some people that just don't like found footage and i get it right i they personally watch found footage i personally can get into it because i've seen a lot of rea- reality tv and right it's a big part of our culture now right and i think that it is it makes sense as far as like how we ingest stories mm-hmm. uh because we watch a lot of reality tv and stuff on on tv you right. know so it's like I think it's perfectly a perfectly adequate medium to tell a story. Right. And I think it's per- there's ways you could do it very creatively. But I think some people just compare it to like Blair Witch. Which I mean, well, hold on, because he, I compared it to Blair. Paranormal there was, activity. There was, there was a particularly a part in there where I did compare it to Blair Witch, but I didn't think it was a bad thing. And it was like when they entered in the catacombs and they started circling. Oh, like that, once they're anything. in hell. Yeah. Once they start circling, just like in Blair Witch, they, they, they couldn't leave that area. It was the same concept. I mean, honestly, if they just had a compass, they could have. <laughs> And we bring it on back. Yeah, always, always with Blur, which is mentioned. <laughs> I, I'll, I'm going to change the subject because right. we can just keep going. Keep going. But I also said, I didn't mention this, uh, the house that Jack built, the end of yeah, it. Yeah, the, the very yeah, Dante's totally. Inferno. And I mean, that came, you know, and that came out after this. Right. Well, this so. is based off a lot of Dante's Inferno. And I got a lot of trivia tucked into some of the scenes that we'll be talking about. Okay. In this movie, because I feel like this movie deserves a little bit of a breakdown and some of the because there's a lot of really cool instances that happen in this movie. So if you have seen the movie, please stick around. Yeah, definitely stick around because we got some cool trivia and stuff. And if you haven't, you know, go watch it. It's on Netflix right now. You can watch it on Netflix. All right, guys. So now we're going to go ahead and jump into our trivia and spoilers of As Below. Ah, (laughs) As Above, So Below. And we're going to go ahead and do that right now. So if you don't want anything spoiled, here's your warning. All right, so first off, I want to say this is one of the movies that was not screened in advance for critics, apparently. I wonder why. I don't know. I think they wanted to try. Maybe they didn't have faith in it. Oh, maybe they were just like, fuck it. I don't know. Usually when companies don't screen in advance for for movies, it's because they're worried that it's not going to do well. Oh, like Fantasy Islands. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, God help us all. That was the last movie we saw in the theater, just an FYI. I know. God. Can we please get theaters back so that we can... Can you guys just wear masks so we can get back to fucking regular life, please? (laughs) Anyway, um, my comparison to the Indiana Jones and your comparison, obviously, is actually pretty spot on. Even if it's a bit obvious to most people, which I would assume that this Indiana Jones link is pretty obvious since both of us thought of it. Right. Um, The directors definitely wanted to do a found footage Indiana Jones. I think they accomplished that. Yeah, that's so. It, that's directly from the director's mouth. Right, right. Yeah. They accomplished <laughs> so, it. But this movie was filmed, as I mentioned, in the catacombs and not on a set. They secured permission from the French government to film in the catacombs. The film utilizes a set of narrow winding tunnels of the Paris catacombs, complete with the real mint skeletons creepily arranged centuries ago. Wow. So, yes. Real skeletons. Ben Feldman, who plays George, the main guy, actually suffers from a little bit of claustrophobia, although it's not really, like, notable, because he said that he had to keep taking breaks to cope with it in one interview, and then in another one, he said that he actually really enjoyed shooting the film a lot and didn't feel scared in the least down there. Well, I'm sure he probably put himself in that mental actor right. thing he, where he just pushed it yeah. away. He, he pushed that. He jokingly said away. the worst part was the bathrooms. 
Oh, I bet. Oh, ooh. Yeah. They probably, they probably had a poop in a bucket. I don't know. <sighs> they probably brought some stuff down there so that they could use it. You know, there's there's right. places, there's ways that you can do it. Right. Um, Buckets. Per- Perdita Weeks, who's the main uh, fe- female um, actress in this movie, she got pranked a lot on set, apparently. Oh, really? <laughs> down in the tunnels. But, you know, she's a pretty girl. Maybe they thought it would be funny to prank her and not the guy who played George, Ben. Right, right. Because he was like, oh, I didn't get pranked at all. And she was like, you didn't? I did all the time. (laughs) I wonder if they came across any, like, paranormal experiences down there. Dude, that shit has to be haunted. You would think, but, you know, we've seen other places try to go down there and do that, and it doesn't. Oh, it didn't do anything. Yeah. Sometimes, like, some of that old stuff doesn't really carry too, too much. You know what I mean? Maybe the place where they were originally buried was? I don't know. It's weird. Um, Also, um, as above so below the phrase in occultism means what happens on one level of reality also happens on another level the microcosm and macrocosm behave alike it's a motto associated with the sacred geometry hermeticism and the tarot Wow. In Hermeticism, the phrase can be taken to indicate that earthly matters reflect the operation of an astral plane, particularly by other means than mundane chains of cause and effect, such as the Jungian synchronicities or correspondences. Synchronicities meaning these things are happening, and we've talked about this on the show a lot. Yeah. Where you have so many different coincidences happen. I was just going to say coincidences. Right. Um... In the version of the New Testament, in a contemporary idiom, uses this phrase in its translation of the Lord's Prayer from Matthew 6.10. It's uh, it's traditionally rendered as on earth as it is in heaven, but it's also known to say, Our Father in heaven, reveal who you are, set the world right, do what's best, as beloved, so below. Oh, okay. So I thought it was interesting. Right. A little history on where the the term the terminology from. Yeah, comes no, from. Made, yeah. Uh, I, I recognize it from a song. I can't place a song. It's always it's always it's talked about in like Dante's song. Inferno. They'd had it in the, the, the Dante's Inferno book and Well it, it's song. I'm talking about songs. Yeah, but I mean that's probably where they got it from is Dante's, oh, it was Dante's Inferno. Dante's Inferno. Oh, okay. Would I make see. sense, right? Right, yeah. It's a pretty popular book. Well, it's a popular phrase too. Right. Well, usually people use it to talk about hell. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, right. I think it was in a Toadies song as well. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Gosh, you're, I forget what a big Toadies fan you are. <laughs> yeah, you well, it's totally pretty rare. In the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> I do like 90s, but not like that much. Just right. Certain bands. Right. I know. We're now we're going to go ahead and talk about some of the scenes in the movies, just kind of free for all and talk about it how we normally would. Like, I liked how we did this last one and we just kind of like ran through it a little bit. I did, too. But like the beginning, like I said, it was action packed. Like it started with her. She's in the Iranian desert. Underground and a hidden wall. Yeah, yeah. just looking at things and hieroglyphics and pushing stuff and walls are breaking and secret rooms are opening up and then there's a bullhead. Uh, and you mentioned something in particular that, that I think is a little bit of an oversight, though. If there's a guy in a house who lives in a house and there's tunnels behind his house walls, why would they blow it up? And wouldn't they know that they're blowing it up? On, you know what I mean? Next to these people's houses. They don't care if it's something they have to hide. I guess. Well, it made it more dramatic. Yeah. That's all it was. It and was like, was... she has to hurry and find this thing before everything blows up. And I can't help you because I have a family. Right. And you then she, she finds, uh, and it's the whole Indiana Jones story, because like he finds she is Indiana Jones, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's her name again? 
Scarlet? Scarlet, yeah. Mm-hmm. Scarlet goes to find the guy who's not really... He's like this mechanic guy who also knows how to uh, transcribe uh, Aramaic. And other and, languages. Yeah, and other languages. Ancient. And he just goes into churches and like fixes things so that they work. He breaks in and fixes them for some <laughs> reason, which is George's character. But they go and figure out... She asks him for his help. And he does, reluctantly, because he loves her. Mm-hmm. You find Obviously. that out by the end of the movie, of course. But it's obvious. Yeah, it is. It's that love element that had to be there, but wasn't really present throughout the whole movie. Which I actually liked. It I- I'm kind of glad, in, too. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't like pushed in your fucking face. Although you might have felt for them a little bit more if they did. If they would have done it a little more tastefully. Oh, yeah, whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't well, have to, like, push man. it in people's faces, but... Um, they find Papillon, who's the guy who's going to guide them through the fucking tunnels or whatever, and he's just some, like, outfit that does, like, tours or whatever like that, and he's like, what do you think I am? Are you some sort of tourist? She was like, do I look like a fucking tourist to you? And he's <laughs> like, all right, well, what do you want, you know? <laughs> so they go down, they get the... the but, she's getting documented, by the way, by a guy who's a documentarian who's, like, uncovering this. Yeah, yeah, he's like a cameraman. But what was cool is when they were they went down to, like, this train tunnel to go down into the catacombs, which was, like, restricted. Which seems to be a very popular real-life place to enter the catacombs, oh, by the way. yeah? Oh, that's kind of cool to know. Yeah. But I thought it was cool because the whole time George was just like, I'm not going, I can't go, you know, I, I don't want to go down there, I'm not going down there. And then, of course, in the back of your mind, well, he's obviously going down there, but how are they going to make him go down there? So once they get to the entrance to the catacombs, <laughs> these fucking cops, <clears throat> like, pop out of nowhere and like tackled right that was the, pretty crazy yeah it was it was really cool the so jump he, scare yes and so he had to go down into the catacombs with them because he would have got arrested yeah which i thought that was creative which he's using smart bombs <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> which that, is yeah, really that weird. weird that's how they like explain away why the police didn't chase him down there right right and you would think that they would have gone after them a little bit anyway. after that anyway yeah because they're not supposed to be down there. Um, but anyway, they find some nude women singing in the tunnels. Bonus. <laughs> Bonus. But it's actually like really that. creepy. It was really creepy. Yeah, it brought that element of weirdness to it. The the people singing in the tunnel. Like, they were worshipping something. And then it's like, well, what are they doing? Like, why are they there? Why are they worshipping, doing ritual it's things? It's just some weird atmospheric thing that they yeah. do in movies and to kind of make it. He's like, oh, by the way, we have a lot of weird people down <laughs> yes, here. Yes, like, yes. what? Like, him making nah, a dude. Joke, him making a joke about it, too, was cool. Yeah. Um, this is the part where they go through this little crack, which is actually a real spot where people... I've seen videos. I watched a lot of videos before we recorded where people would climb through this crack area where they would, like... And they put all these bones and stuff or whatever. And, like, Benji's stuck. He gets the documentarian guy, gets stuck. And, man, I was, like, panicking for him. I, I totally was, too. I was, like, can we get... It was, like, a four-minute scene, dude, uh-huh. of him trying to get out of this little spot. He's, like, move forward. She's, like, no, you need to move back. And I'm, like, oh, my God. And he's just panicking because he can't move. And he's just, like, oh, my God, I'm going to get stuck. I'm going to get stuck. I'm going to get stuck. And I felt every second of that fucking scene. Totally. And it was really good. Then you hear a telephone ring, which I'm, like... Okay, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is cool because they add like some element. He was like, well, there used to be lines down here, but they removed them like 40 years ago. But then they find the phone and it's like a legit 
like on a table in a living room or something That's right what, you know and she didn't she pick it up and it was like her dad or something but you couldn't really right hear it. and it was like oh this shit's gotta get nuts well it was like it was like Vic, uh scarlet what are you doing and you hear like screams and like moaning on the background right um but you don't you don't hear it like you would hear it to your ears you hear it off the thing right they before that though they found a piano down there oh that's right which related to george right where george says he's like this is like looks exactly like the one i played as a kid but it was like it had the broken a4 key because we always played this one song and he plays it and the last key he hits is the a4 key and guess what it's broken it's broken <laughs> like holy shit how's oh this possible <laughs> but then they by the way beneath the streets of paris the film crew actually hauled down a piano really to, to, to put it down there and they even did a car for that later scene wow yeah how'd they get a car down there or I'm sure they did it in a more... Um, yeah, I don't know. They also said that John Eric Dowdle and his co-writer Drew Dowdle used to jump off of when they were kids and they got a piano mover to put it in the catacombs who then moved it back out. Wow. So I thought that was interesting. Then they find their friend Mole, Papillon's friend. Who had been missing for two years in that tunnel. Right, who had lived down there for a long time and he happened to go down the wrong tunnel one day and never came back. And he's like, you never even looked for me. <laughs> And apparently he's on the outskirts of hell because at this point he's acting really weird. Right. It's obviously like not him. Yeah. It's just like an echo of him because yeah. there was a couple of different characters in the beginning of the movie that disappeared mm -hmm. that led them on the path to get to hell because they wanted to bring him into hell. Mm -hmm. They look through this like well and they go through it. They find this hidden door that, that had like a scarab on it that they would use in Egypt. I forget what they called the specific door mechanism, but if you pull uh -huh. a specific rock, it would unlock something and move a door out of the way or whatever. They find this like over 700 year old dead man who looks like he's not been dead for, for like a couple, like a year. It looks like he's been taking a nap. Yeah. Like he didn't even look dead. Like I, I was half expecting him to go, Hey, what the hell? Who do you? <laughs> I don't, I thought. Get off my say, lawn. Th and that was it. He looked like one of the Knights of Templar, right? Right. Yeah, the Knight, te Knights Templar. And I was like, are they looking for the Holy Grail? What movie am I watching? Indiana Where am Jones, I? baby. That's <laughs> I, we need to watch those again soon. I really like. I'm thinking about movies. it. Actually, yeah. it's funny you say that. We have them, right? Yep, we got them all. Yeah. Which you know they go through this other place and under some water with a bunch of like they find like all these riches like this gate with all these riches on the other side and then this like hieroglyphic story that tells of the alchemist stone which she pulls the alchemist stone out of the wall and she takes it and she's like oh my god don't touch the gold it's it's it's, it's a, a trap. trap it's a trap. Totally of course. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Of course it's a trap. It's always a trap. Right. So well, the, the mole guy disappears suddenly. And then the girl almost dies and she gets her arm crushed. And she crushes some of the alchemist stone on her arm and, and heals it. And they were like, how the fuck did you do that? Interesting thing about this. I'll tell you in a little bit about that. The whole stone and everything like that. Oh, is that a real tale? It's well, I'll, I'll explain. Okay, it. sorry. Because the stone can actually also make gold and also heal wounds, apparently, and and many more. Hmm. But they see a glyph on the ceiling about as above, as above, so below, and determine that there is a door underneath them, which they break through. And then the words abandon all hope they find in another tunnel, which is the words that they use in Dante's Inferno. And it also means... Gates of hell. Exactly. Yeah. So, of course, they go through. Yeah, what <laughs> the hell they going to do? 
It's like, uh, Mike, I think God put that rock there for a reason. <laughs> I don't know what that's from. It's a Goonies thing. Oh, that's right. Okay. The hole they jumped down to escape hell is possibly a reference to Dante's Inferno. They saying to escape hell, Dante has to climb down Satan's hairy belly and into his navel, which it is said that is the center of the earth. Here, gravity is reversed. Mm-hmm. Down becomes up, hence the jump and the fall return them to the street level above in the end of the movie, mm-hmm. which the further they go down, the closer they get to the surface, which is weird because I almost feel like they didn't actually leave hell. Oh, you think? Right. It's a okay. mirror world. Oh, it's another dimension. Tales from the dark side. <laughs> so now they have to... So the end of the movie, they have to go kill their other selves. I don't know if it was like <laughs> that, but I mean, it's just like it kind of seems weird that how they get out. But let me let's go through it, some of this. Right. They go through some water and bam, they run into a mole who is like crazy and starts bashing the shit out of Suxi's face. Mm-hmm. The French girl who was like with Pap. Right. Who? Yeah. Yeah. Broke her arm and it got healed. Yeah, he smashes her face and he's like, sprinkle that shit on her face and it doesn't work. Because she's dead. Yeah. And she's like, I don't think it works when they're dead. And then they obviously come to the conclusion that they're in the mirror place because everything that they keep, the further they keep going down, they keep going back to places that they've already been in an alternate alternate world. Right. Or in hell, which Benji, when they're going down this well or up the well, I guess it would be Benji does a nosedive Mm -hmm. down the hole after bumping into that scary eyed bitch. Uh huh. Which was really cool. That was cool. When he smacks the ground, I was like, oh shit. That made me sad. I didn't want him to die. I didn't want him to die either. I felt bad. But you knew he was going to just because he was like freaking out in that one scene. Right. Yeah. You knew he wasn't going to make it. He He had too much anxiety. Right. That's when we come across the the controversial scene where they find the car in the cave around the corner, Mm -hmm. which, you know, is Papillon's sin. Mm hmm. Or hell or whatever. He keeps yelling, it wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault. And there's a guy sitting in the backseat of the car that's burning on fire. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Pap starts to get sucked towards the car while the, the burning person pulls him in. And then it like poltergeist houses into a small, tiny pinhole warp hole mm-hmm. and sucks his legs in. <laughs> and you see his little legs sticking out of the ground. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. That was such a cool scene. That is cool. And I he, thought it was cool. And since he's in hell, he's probably reliving that over and over and over again. Baby, uh, yeah. They say that the the man in the, in the burning car who kills Papillon is found in the quote-unquote ninth floor down so like people have counted how many floors they went oh, down wow. and in dante's inferno the ninth circle of hell is called treachery uh-huh which papillon oh. betrays the man uh-huh and himself by believing he had no part in the man's death oh oddly enough pap is punished exactly how virgil describes the eighth circle of hell called fraud virgil states out of the mouth each one they there protruded the feet of the transgressor mm-hmm. and the legs up to the calf the rest oh. w- within remain there we go see what i mean that's cool so there is definitely thought. some serious like thought so maybe they were in the this. eighth circle of hell mm-hmm. but he got sucked into the, the ninth because it was so close right because of his transgression of sin or whatever the fuck it was right 
So I don't know. I thought that was pretty cool. I did too. Then there's three left. You got George, Paps, and uh, Samantha. Or, or no, 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 not Paps. Paps' friend, the climber guy. Yeah, who is I can't so think weird. of his name for some reason. I can't either, but... He was the one that tried to do the fucking... <laughs> what's his name face? You're talking to me? Oh, yeah. Al Pacino. He's trying no, it wasn't Al Pacino. Oh. It was from Taxi Driver. I don't know who that is. Robert De Niro. Oh, De Niro. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, so it's it's George, that guy, the and then Scarlet, and they find a guy breathing in a chair and faces all poking out of the walls that look like fucked up people. That was cool. I want that in my house. Yeah. Then suddenly, like all of a sudden, like two stone people come out and like bite George's neck, which was kind of freaky. You know what kind of reminded me of in that moment? What? The fear footage. Oh, yeah. Just the feel of it. Yeah, yeah, I see. Like I it was on that. the same playing field as the fear footage. Right, I see that. Do you know what I mean? Like how they shot it and everything. Mm-hmm. So that's saying something, I think. Mm-hmm. So, but she gets it and saves George, the stone, because the stone doesn't heal him because she tries to put it on his neck and they realize mm-hmm. that it doesn't work. And then so, she was thinking and she was like, oh my God. Well, he says vitriol, which stands for whatever the fucking alchemaic fucking uh-huh. principles or whatever it is, stands for something. I just don't remember. Right, which which was on that hieroglyphic where she got the stone and then she realizes, oh my God, that's not, that the wasn't real stone. the r- real stone. Right. So the, the here's the thing on that, by the way, but she does get the, the new stone and then puts it on his neck and it does heal him or mm-hmm. something. Or she puts she the, runs back. that's what it is. She puts the stone back and then she becomes the stone mm-hmm. and heals his neck. crazy. Right. I looked this up and it says the stone the Scarlet takes is a fake that can only be used once. The actual philosopher's stone, which is the, the alchemist stone, is something more, something deeper. It can only be received when one has rectified the mistake of taking the fake stone. When Scarlet returns the fake stone, she looks into a mirror and leaves. Mm-hmm. And she's, she wiped off the little right. bubble thing there. Right. The real philosopher's stone is not an actual stone at all. The real stone can be found inside oneself so deep right its power rests in the belief of the stone the belief in oneself and the faith of god when scarlet stares into the mirror her faith actually turns her in to the stone the philosopher's stone (laughs) mystical But yeah, I just thought that was interesting, right? Like that kind of oh, totally. like validates everything that this movie's about. Right. That's why I kind of like talking about this in this in this particular section. Right. They all three jump down the hole, uh, another hole, of course, um, which she's like, we don't have any rope or anything. We just got to take a fucking blind leap of faith. But before they do, they all have to reconcile their sins. Mm-hmm. And they talk about their sins before they jump in the hole and recognize What's wrong? Like with George, it was his brother, brother that drowned that he right. should have been there for and he let die. Mm-hmm. And the other guy was something else. I can't remember. I can't remember it's so weird because he's such a side character, but they make him into a big character and they never really talk about him in the I, movie. I like that. It's unpredictable. Like you're not expecting him to survive. He was supposed to die. Right. Yeah. Well, that yeah, it definitely mixes it up for sure. But right. the entire group that ends up in hell for committing sins, they refuse to acknowledge. It was Scarlet's father called her before he committed suicide, but she ignored his call. George left his brother Danny to get help when he was stuck and Danny winds up drowning. Papillon set a car on fire with a guy in it. Zed fathered a child and then denied him. While Benji and Suki's Sushi's 
backgrounds are, they don't tell you. Yeah, they didn't. It's believed that Benji might have hurt his girlfriend and child, and Suxi hmm. might have committed violence against someone. Hmm. Papillon, Benji, and Suxi were punished accordingly, while Scarlet, George, and Zed were spared because they admitted their sins, repented for them, and took a leap of faith. Mm-hmm. That's why they were able to jump through that hole. Right, and make it. Right. So, the, like, for those of you who are like, your minds are blown right now, that how deep this movie goes. Mm-hmm. This is just scratching the surface. I found so much more. But these are the ones that were interesting to me. Right. Uh, In Dante's Inferno, there are nine circles of hell known as limbo, lust, gluttony, greed, anger, heresy, violence, fraud, and treachery. In As Above, So Below, there are nine floors which correspond to hell. The La Tope is found on the first floor, limbo, wandering the dark forever on the second floor, lust, There is deafening sound of a vortex. The sound is as described in Dante's Inferno. Fourth floor, greed. Treasure is found but cannot be obtained. Seventh floor, violence. Suki is killed violently and Scarlet finds her dead father hanging. Uh Eighth floor, fraud. Benji is killed. Ninth floor, treachery contains Satan on a throne. That chair. That oh my god, that's way deep. Right. I didn't even think. I was just like, just and it's chair. deep into the catacombs. Damn, <laughs> that was good, Alex. And I also loved how they got out of there, and they they were they had to pull the manhole. Right. They pushed it, it. Yeah, they had to push it, like the opposite way. Yeah. Because that was everything cool. was flipped. That's and why I say, like, are they really in hell? Or are they really out of hell? I don't know. I mean, I also the only cool. way out is to go down. But I really, they did. I the really made was go down, and they did go down. Still, I really out. think that they should have added some sort of questioning thing at the end. I don't as to whether or not they were in hell or not. They weren't in hell. I don't think they were in hell. They but got do you out. Know what I mean? The like, only I, way out is down, and that's where they were. I guess because everything was opposite. They crawled out, and they were at the bottom, and they crawled out on the you know. I guess the side, and the Notre Dame was there, and it wasn't burnt down. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool, though. I think it's really cool that there's this much depth to this movie and not just physically depth. Right. And I really wish we would have just nixed that first movie and just talked about this movie. Right. Well, we got to the good stuff, you know what I mean? So if you made it this far, thank you. Yeah, you guys rock if you listen to this. Treated to some delicious treats. (laughs) Some as above, so So below. Treats. Gross. Anyway, what are we watching next week? I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> I, I want to know what you guys think of this movie, though, because I really have found a newfound uh, appreciation for it, especially after doing a little, uh, tr- you know, treasure hunting for fucking trivia. Mm-hmm. So especially doesn't it boost it for you? Oh, totally. Totally. It makes it I more than watch it again. See, this is what this is what bothers me, because I want to talk about this, because like a lot of people go, oh, it's found footage. Dumb, dumb, doo doo dumb. You know, and it's like, right. no, look how much fucking effort they put into this. Right. Just because it's found footage doesn't mean that it wasn't, there wasn't hard work put on it. And I'll tell you this story again. Remember, I I never watched Paranormal Activity. I refuse. It looks stupid. I thought it looked fucking ridiculous. And, and I now think you're a, fo- a when, cult follower. When Paranormal 2 came out and I had to do a review for a podcast I was on, like when it first came out. So I had to watch the first one. And, like, I take it back. I really wish I would have watched that movie. You just have to learn. 
that's all. Like, it's all taste. Well, I don't know. There are some people that don't like it, and I respect it. Well, I, there's I, some shitty found footage movies out there. Yeah, oh there is, definitely. There's just like there's some lot. shitty horror movies out there. Right. Just like there's shitty movies in general. Right, exactly. But I think that if you should, I think it's, I, sh- I don't know, maybe it's just like a art thing. Maybe people feel like art should be treated better or something, you know? Like, but maybe, this was, this couldn't have been just a regular movie. It wouldn't have been the same. I don't think so either, yeah. Because, like, if you look at Catacombs from 2007, like, that was a regular movie. Yeah, and it was horrible. It didn't really... Right, it didn't translate well. But if they would have done it, like, if found footage, it might have worked out. It might have been better. I don't know. then they could have shown the pr- them pranking them, like, towards the end. And I think they took the time and the care them. in this. It isn't perfect. There is some, you know, stuff, but it keeps it really interesting. And, you know... 7.5 is my score only because it's based on my personal interest. I do find it interesting, like the trivia and stuff like that. But as I watch, I feel like it could have gone a little bit more. But, yeah, but, 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 you know, they were limited good. on the set that they were using because they were actually using the real set. Yeah, exactly. So it's interesting. There I like you go. How, There you go. I like the whole dimensional thing that they do with found footage. You notice how they do that? Like in a lot of movies, they did it in Grave Encounters 2. They did it in fucking Paranormal Activity. They've done it in like so many different fucking found mm-hmm. footage movies where like these parallel worlds or like reverse worlds or right. it's kind of interesting how they can do that. So right. say what you will about found some movies. I really, I still dig them. So I think people should give more of a chance. So, but other than that, I don't know what the fuck we're watching next week. So maybe we'll watch right. some old movies again. Oh, or we nah. could jump into the Amityville series that we've been wanting to. Oh, I did watch the 3D one. Yeah, we I'm want you watch, Christina watched all of the three. first three, which I believe um, Rebecca and I did like months six, ago. Six months ago. Was it six months it ago? It was like six months ago, yeah. It was probably I mean, just to listen to that ago. episode just to rehash some of what I thought about it. And then that way I can do my list. But we've had this box set that we got from Vinegar Syndrome with all the like different amityville movies i think there's like four or five in there so how many so we would just do one episode no well there's amityville curse which is on uh prime right now so we would do two or three episodes no 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 (laughs) we would do two episodes i would like to do it in two episodes because i think three would be too much there's five movies so we have to do okay i guess we'll gotta do that yeah i think it'd be fun though we could do that or we could do um a trilogy of uh beyond the door i don't know that is but okay whatever you know what i'll do this we're gonna do something a little different this time guys so for those of you who have listened to the end please give us a shout out the word for the day is or the secret password is (laughs) (laughs) is temple of doom temple of doom so if you say that we'll know that you listen to the end and you're a godlike creature. And we're going to let you guys pick what we're going to watch next week. So we'll have three choices. We'll put it out on Monday and it'll be done Tuesday by morning. So it'll be a 24 hour poll and we'll give you guys the choice, three different choices of what we'll start. And one will be one. I know will be beyond the door one, two and three. We'll do that for an episode or to start the the rest of the Amityville horror franchise that we do have, because I, I hate sitting it just sitting there on our shelf, staring at you, staring at me, judging me for not fucking watching it. And I as bad as some of them are, I really want to watch them. OK, 
Third and choice is third vampires? Choice, third? Vampires? Vampires? Oh, you know, that's another thing vampires. that we got to do. We're supposed to do the... Dracula? Uh, old Dracula that we got mm-hmm. a copy of for um, from Vinegar Syndrome, actually. They sent it out to us to review. And we could do Dracula and The Hunger? We could either do... Old Dracula and Young Frankenstein, or something like that's that. That's not vampires. It has to be vampires. Well, then we could do Old Dracula and Young Dracula, or something. The Hunger. No, 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 no. It's got to be in the same theme. It's the Hunger vampires. is not like a comedy. Oh god damn it! Fucking forget. Okay, and it's also uh, Old Dracula is a PG mo- uh, movie. Fine. So we gotta get something similar. We'll figure it out. Figure we'll it we'll out. give you guys the option to pick, and I uh, hope you guys will join us on that because it really means a lot to us. So, um, but other than that, guys, thank you so much for coming by. Please let us know what you think about these movies. If you've seen them, if you haven't seen them, if you're gonna watch them, if you have a change of heart or something about some of these movies that you rewatch with us or something, that would be great to hear from you guys because we love hearing from you. Uh, also, we are going to be doing a giveaway here soon, so don't forget. Um, we are basically just waiting for a good time to send it out to our friends. So we're waiting to get like 10 more subscriptions and then we'll fucking pump it out. So if you haven't followed already, do it and you may get a free fully sanitized box set of, of, goodies. of goodies and movies and stuff that we got. We have, we have some ideas that we want to pick up some movies for, you know, giveaway that are not just like, you know, dollar bin buys. Like we have a couple of movies that we want to give you guys that, that we we really enjoy as well so we'll we'll do that for the next giveaway but make sure you sign up at long live the void under the vip club and that's it next week brand new episode that you guys are picking for us so make sure you fucking fill out the fucking poll on twitter facebook and i think that's the only two that we're going to do it on right yep so i'll spread it around just make sure you keep an eye out for it but other than that guys thank you so much for coming by this week and as always long live the void